group that's been around a long, long time. Great a cappella, mostly a cappella. They do some with instruments, but mostly a cappella. Live performances, uh, still doing it, still going strong. They've made dozens, I think, of recordings. And that song you just heard was Kapaluch, or Cap. Dobry večer, šenovni radiju suhači, ta vitaju vas vsih na radiju peredaču naš holos radio Ukrinskoho Korinja, kotra podijesje vam na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri. I pomereži PCJ radio mišno rodnemu. Pri mikrofoni povinamo kori, djakuju što rišale peravuta zimnoju na stupnu vodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, coming to you here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. I'm your host, Paula Demchuk Makori, Pokrinske Pavina. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great program lined up for you. I'm excited to finally bring you an interview with Stefan Andrusiak, who hosts a show called Nasha Kasha out of London, Ontario. He's based there. His show is heard on many campus radio stations um, in his local area, southern Ontario, and moving across Canada as well, westward as far as British Columbia, the west coast, Vancouver Island, and now airs in Nanaimo. 
It's been a long time coming, but we finally caught up, and uh, he'll be telling us all about uh, himself, his past, and his um, involvement with one of Canada's top polka groups from Montreal, Rushnichok, and of course, all about his new show, not so new now, it's going on four years, Nasha Kasha, a Ukrainian almanac. So stay tuned for that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a group from Ukraine, a girl group from Lviv. They are called Lubostok. Here they are with a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Chichery. <laughs> to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media. 
including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShoshankoFoundation.com.
Montreal, that was Chetam Shena with a song of lyrics that were penned by Taras Shevchenko. And uh, they recorded that song with Mark Bednarchuk, who is with Previtz. And that was done many years ago on a vinyl recording. And it's I love it as much now as I did when I first heard it back in the, um, I don't probably 1980s. That was Litatalka Cheras Balku. A Jackdaw Flies Over the Ravine, performed by Chetam Shena and Mark Bednarchuk. Before them, you heard the Canadian Banduras Capella from Toronto and another Shevchenko tune. And uh, we'll be hearing more of them because uh, next month, uh, starting tomorrow, is Shevchenko Month. Uh, this song that you just heard by the Canadian Banduras Capella was Harai Kobzariu, Play Kobzar. We're going to keep it in Canada now. We've got a group from Saskatoon, and this is another one uh, goes back, a uh, recording that goes back quite a while, um, early 1990s, I think. They are Lestilka, Ukrainian Orthodox Choir and Orchestra, and here they are now with Kozachka Tvoya, You Are My Sweetheart, My Kozak Sweetheart. Yeah. 
It was December of 1969, and my father, a co-owner in a Montreal restaurant, asked if I could get some musicians together to play at a New Year's party. I had played at weddings with Andriy Harisimovich and Yurkoshtik. I also had heard that a fellow student named Uhano Sidach played accordion and had a beautiful tenor. I always liked the mandolin, so I also invited a classmate named Mike to attend our first practice. It was at the Uno Hall in Montreal, where I had played for the Marunchak Ukrainian dancers. Four of us arrived on time, but no mandolin. The hall was unlocked, and we began to play this song. It's from the Marunchak stage show repertoire. Dancers would enter to a galloping step as though they were on horseback, whistling. It's called Zasvestali Kozachenki, the Whistling Cossacks. Little did we know that while we were whistling, the caretaker had locked the door behind us. We could leave, but no one else could enter. Mike showed up, knocked, knocked, heard us practicing, and then left frustrated. And more than a bit put off, probably thinking how thoughtless we were. And so it was that the four of us began Rushnichok, Four guys, one band, no mandolin. But we could whistle. And there's a footnote. We would later be told, after having recorded Zasvestale Kozachenke, that it wasn't Zasvestale at all, but Zasvitstale. In other words, it isn't that the Cossacks could whistle, but that they would survive and rise up again beyond the borders of Ukraine. Here from Volume 2, with apologies to all Ukrainian scholars, the Whistling Cossacks, Zasvistale Kozachenke. Zasvistale Kozachenke, Oki do Pivnoci, Zaplakala Marusenka Svonika Rioci, Zaplakala Marusenka Svonika Rioci, Nemlač, neplač Marusenko, Oh, 
Vayurka, which translates as two Georges. And that's uh, two guys playing probably about, I don't know, five or six instruments between them. And uh, amazing group that was a uh, traditional Ukrainian folk song. Yichel Kozak Zadunai, a Kozak went riding off beyond the Danube. Coming up next, something brand new. This is the 2020 entry by Ukraine into Eurovision. The group is called Go A, and it is called Solovey Nightingale.
This is CHMB, AM 1320, Vancouver. Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is a bi-weekly series sponsored by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, featuring stories of Ukrainians and Jews working together in solidarity and harmony to restore and strengthen centuries-old bonds and affinities nearly destroyed by hostile outside forces in the bloody 20th century and even today. Tune in next week for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Stefan Andrusiak is well known in the Ukrainian Canadian community as a musician with one of Canada's iconic Zabava bands, Rushnichok, a broadcaster with two of Canada's big networks, CBC and CTV, and a Ukrainian community activist and leader in his home community of London, Ontario. He's now retired, as have his fellow Rushnichok members, but in his retirement, he's happily found a new hobby that marries his professional broadcast career past and his love of Ukrainian culture, particularly the Canadian variety. This new hobby is a radio show and podcast called Nasha Kasha, a spoken word show which is syndicated on close to 20 campus radio stations, mostly in southern Ontario, but also in BC, including Nanaimo's campus radio station, which airs Nash Holos as well. 
So joining us now to tell us about his show, its origins, and his plans for it in the future, and maybe to reminisce a little bit about the good old days, is Stefan Andrusiak. Stefan, welcome. Thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us. Hi, Paulina. I'm back. <laughs> You're back, yeah. <laughs> I'm back in the big time on Nash Holos. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you're, you're too funny. <laughs> so, um, so much to talk about. Um, let's start with Nasha Kasha. Uh, maybe just a bit, a bit about you first. Well, I, 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 said, I said that opening line jokingly, but also very, very warmly because you ran uh, segments that I used to produce called Rushnichok stories. Uh, That's what yeah. I meant by being back. Yeah, forty of them. They were yeah, and they were great. They got a lot of airplay on Nasholos, and it was really nice to see that um, the kind of a, a resurrection. Not really, but it was. Um, recollection, I guess, maybe would be a, a better word. And because, you know what I noticed with Rushnichok online um, years ago, when, you know, it was just getting, everybody was piling on the internet, and uh, there was this Rushnichok fan club on Facebook, <laughs> everywhere. And I thought, wow, this is great, because you guys disbanded when? Oh, my gosh. It's been decades. You know that this is the 50th, anniversary of us starting as a band this year. No way! Uh, we, uh, we played for the first time on New Year's Eve 1969 at a restaurant called La Steppe, and they wanted to throw a, uh, a New Year's party, and actually my father was one of the partners in La Steppe, and he asked if I could bring together a few of my musician friends, and we came together and we just hit it off from the very beginning, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, New Year's Eve, uh, 1969. That was our, our debut. So this is a big 5 0 that is That's amazing. And I know you did our Urushnachok story on it, and we, we replayed it recently when we introduced uh, your new show, your your new hobby, <laughs> Nasha Kasha, on, uh, on CHLY in Nanaimo just last week. My mother used to tell my father that you mean Fiola Maya, whenever he got lost in a project that just overtook his passion and his concentration. And so I guess this is more than a hobby. It's my fiole, uh, Kasha. <laughs> so tell us at the beginning, um, what brought it on? You, you, you retired in, what, about 2015? And what... Well, I, I worked for um, CTV National News as a young man, fresh out of grad school, and then worked for the CBC and in Edmonton, Windsor, Ontario, Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, Toronto. And so I've seen a lot of this country, and I also taught media and ethics in London. This is what brought me to London for five years. And okay. I've always wanted to not let go of reporting because I ran newsrooms in two provinces, and that was great to oversee editorial skills and to work with great and talented reporters. But I'd never really lost my zest for reporting in the field. And so I was looking for a vehicle that would take me back into mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And I don't make many, any money on it. There are, there are no commercials in Nasha Kasha. I don't take money for any of the stories that I do. But it allows me to have a backstage pass to life. You think of a, of a topic, you telephone someone, you knock on a door, and before you know it, you're speaking with someone that 
really in another time and space you would never meet. And that's really what fires me. That, that's what I want to do for as long as I can uh, with the rest of my life. You can call it a hobby. You can call it a passion. I want to take what I did well professionally and now do it just because I love it. And we're best to do it, in my case, than around the culture that I grew up in, the people and examining issues and asking some hard questions, but also bringing some compassion and understanding. And I, I think I have all of those. And hence you have Nasha Kasha. Kasha is a mess. Life is a mess. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect, but it's warm and it's nourishing and it's so good for you if you get involved in it. And that's why I call it Kasha. Nasha, just as Nasholos is our mm-hmm. voice, Nasholos. Mm-hmm. Nasha Kasha it's it's our kasha. It's our little mess. <laughs> and whenever I tell somebody, well, what's the name of your show, Stefan? Well, it's Nasha Kasha. It always brings a smile to people's faces. <laughs> well, I mean, kasha is a favorite food, I think, of most Ukrainians. And it's, um, it's, it's a good name. And it's, you've also got kind of a subtitle, though, too, don't you? Tell us about how you came up with that. Well, uh, not, you see, I, I came up with the thought of calling the show Kasha. And I went, as you do, you, you, you search to see that you're not using somebody else's name. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, in Eastern Europe, there is a klezmer band, Kasha, no Nasha. Way. No yeah, way! Yeah, really? And they're excellent. And I've communicated with them and I told them about my show and Oh. Can I use your music? And they said, yes. Kasha Nasha. Like, oh. listen to them. They're wonderful. Oh, I w- They've even oh. got a song called Carpathian Carnival. No way. Uh, wow. Oh, beautiful klezmer music. And it is, so I've used it on occasion. Okay. So, so that's the Nasha Kasha piece. But I also couldn't make up my mind because I was a fan of the almanac format that Garrison Keillor, well, before he had to leave his program, mm-hmm. performed for public radio. And I've always wanted to do an almanac kind of stories about just life. You kick back and you can have some serious issues and some serious discussions, but sometimes you you laugh. And I think we need to laugh along with our neighbors and explain who it is that we are, this Ukrainian thing <laughs> that we're so in love with. What What's that all about? And so just like your show, it's in the English language. Mind you, you, you do have Ukrainian segments in yours. I speak to a general audience. Mm-hmm. And, and I said to my friend who's in broadcasting, I said, I'm, I'm torn between Nasha Kasha and the idea of calling my show Ukrainian Almanac. And he says, well, call them both. Join the names. Nasha Kasha, Ukrainian Almanac. Yeah. And that's what I did. <laughs> so it's called Nasha Kasha, Ukrainian Almanac in full. But most most of my listeners know it as Nasha Kasha, without mm-hmm. the last part. And my friends and family, they say, well, how's Kasha going? <laughs> You've got it all. So tell us when it started and how. It's, well, I applied to, because you do have to apply, as a volunteer to mm-hmm. the local radio station mm-hmm. on campus at Western University. It was CHRW 94.9 FM. The corporate name is Radio Western. So I applied to Radio Western. I spoke with Andrew Barton, the station manager, and he says, yeah, sure. But you're going to have to go through all the training, even though I spent a lifetime <laughs> broadcasting and news. And I said, fine. I mean, I'm a volunteer. I've, I've got a, a pass muster. And, <laughs> and so they gave me the nine-page policy book, and I, I came in to take 
tutorials with them and they showed me studio procedure because I didn't know that. And Andrew is a jazz and blues uh, aficionado. Yeah. And, and you should see this. You should see this man put a vinyl record on a turntable. It's like this act of reverence. <laughs> and he's so good and he's so knowledgeable. And as a result of hanging out with the gang at Radio Western, I have such a high opinion of the volunteers, some of whom have spent decades, like you, Paulina, doing their program dependably without, you know, there, there may be a week where they're, 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 they're not feeling well or they're away on vacation and they'll do a rerun. But for decades, you, you say, oh, Stefan, you've, You've done what? It, what? It, what is it? Your 195th show? Well, that's nothing compared to the fellow who, in for so many years at uh, Radio Western, preceded my program, d- doing the Spanish show hmm. for an hour and a half every every Sunday, and he was he was just fantastic, and he's he's still doing it. So more power to all of the people, and if if anybody out there had listening has ever wanted to uh, do a program on, I don't know, old rock and roll LPs mm-hmm. or some other kind of sidebar issue, go to your radio station, your community radio station, and let them know. I wanted to do an independent program because the stories that I find are more often than not people who don't, wouldn't get a second notice from a journalist and also they may not think their story is important enough. And I believe that everybody's got a story to tell. And it's in these little stories, in the day-to-day life worked and lived well that I think we can all learn something from. And I, I, I don't usually play full musical pieces on my show, but I will weave in some elements that musically that would fit to reinforce the story that I'm doing. So tell us about some of these stories. Uh, This last week was all about accordion music, and um, last week was a judge. Uh, Baudin Foute is a federal court judge in uh, the United States. He worked in Washington, D.C. He was appointed by Ronald Reagan. Mm. And the, the reason I looked to him, other than the fact that he's of Ukrainian background and heritage, is that he has been pivotal as an advisor to Ukraine as it became independent all those years, and he's seen it go through Yushchenko and Yanukovych and now Zelensky, and he has, uh, sometimes through legal conferences in Ukraine, sometimes through initiatives that the United States government has put together, sometimes the Ukrainian World Congress he has been very active all the way through, and I thought he would be a fascinating subject. Uh, he's now of a retirement age, but he still works as a judge three days a week. It's mm-hmm. really quite fascinating. So I look at a, a character like that, and mm-hmm. I use that term fondly sure. uh, and, and with respect, and I think, well, I've got some questions to ask. And, and so I did a profile of him. Uh, the, the one that you refer to as an accordion, I reflected on my youth, my tortured youth, Mm -hmm. not wanting to learn the accordion and how my father had different ideas and how I eventually became a drummer and how he and I made peace. 
<laughs> and not only that, he, he loved the music that I was a part of, and that grew into uh, Rushnichok. I was uh, the drummer for Rushnichok for, uh, well, we only had four members, and he passed away last June. Mm, that was So sad. there are now three, three of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't get to see the 50th anniversary of our band, which started New Year's Eve 1969 in Montreal at a club called La Steppe. So that was the two stories uh, so far that have aired in Nanaimo. Some of the other stories, though, the other 193, (laughs) and then maybe the ones that you're looking for in the future. Tell us a little bit about those. Well, I'll I'll tell you the ones that I did in British Columbia. uh, Lettuce and I took a week and we, and a cheap flight, uh, Swoop flies from uh, uh, this is not a commercial, but it flies from uh, directly from London, Ontario, where I live, to Abbotsford, B.C. And I thought, wow. heck, let's just do this. And I flew to Abbotsford. Why Abbotsford? Because Nasha Kasha is heard on CIVL FM in Abbotsford. Perfect. And so uh, I landed there and they had a country fair. And I went to the country fair with my microphone. And I mm-hmm. said, hey, I do this show. Would you let me in? And they said, yes, come on in. And I walked over to the food concession and there was this lady with a food truck and she sold pierogies and she was from Chilliwack and she'd been doing it for 20 years of and course she was, there was selling her truck. And I said, that's the story. <laughs> and and so we went up north to Kamloops and we, we met with the Pocotillo uh, Ukrainian dancers. And I didn't know what a Pocotillo was, but it's a, it's a tumbleweed. Oh. And Kamloops has tumbleweeds. On the roads, you'll see them, although it's in British Columbia, it has a desert-like climate. And so I met the Pocatillo dancers, and I did a story about them. And, and, and we went to Vernon, and, and I did a story about someone who was uh, interested in Ukrainian gravesite. And why was she interested? Well, because an ancestor of hers was an internee at the infamous internment camps that Ukrainians mm. were sent to as prisoners during World War One for no other reason than they, they were of Ukrainian descent and they, they held an Austrian passport. Why did they hold an Austrian passport? Which was the enemy. They held an Austrian passport because that part of Ukraine they were from was under Austria's rule right. when they emigrated. It had nothing to do with the war, but they were interned. So I did a story. I, I did a story in, in in Vernon, and then we went we went to Kelowna and another dance group there, and then to Penticton. And I didn't have anything set up, so we we pull in and into our motel room, and I'm looking at the newspaper, and I said Larissa, and she rolls her eyes. <laughs> she knows that look. I go, Oh, Larissa, Larissa, how would you like to go to a gospel revival tonight? She goes, what? (laughs) There was a Seventh-day Adventist church in Penticton, just a few blocks from our hotel, and they were hosting the Malachenko Gospel Singers, a family that grew up in Saskatchewan. The father had such a good voice that he was discovered by a religious broadcaster in the U.S., was brought to Los Angeles in the days of live radio, and eventually he brought his entire family up Wow. To be singers. And and they gave me a, a wonderful interview, a wonderful interview. And then down to Oliver, which is just south of Penticton, to a, a winery called Stoneboat. 
and I thought a stone boat was a concrete boat. I, I know people do build concrete oh. boats. And, <laughs> you didn't and, grow up on the prairies then. <laughs> no, well, but you know what a stone boat uh-huh. is, and I didn't. <laughs> now I do. A stone boat is what's pulled by horses and people who had did the backbreaking labor of clearing fields mm-hmm. would put rocks on the back of uh, in, into this thing they called a boat and it until they felt well this isn't fair to the horse anymore they take it to the side of the field dump the rocks and then come back and keep going and he grew up on such a farm he was proud of his heritage and he named his winery stoneboat and they now win awards for their for their wines. So again, I don't take money for the stories <laughs> I do. It just happened that there was a winery and these were interesting people and I thought their voices should be heard. Well, fascinating stories and uh, you've got uh, coming up to 200 of them and sounds like you'll be having many, many more. So for those that have just just tuned in now, haven't heard of Nashikasha, how can they find you online? Because you've got, all these are archived, right? They are. Nashikasha has a Facebook page and they are there. So the links are there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You click them and you can hear the stories or they're on iTunes and many other podcast providers. Go to the Apple iTunes store, type in Nashikasha and you can subscribe for free and you'll get, every week you'll get the Nashikasha episode. Perfect. Or better still, listen to CHLY. Yes. Comes right after Nash Holos at 12.30 Wednesdays. Uh, Nash Holos starts at 11 from 11 to 12.30. So it's a great, um, great marriage. Two great names, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and um, Well, you know, Paulina, I'm so privileged that you would think to hook up with me in this way. Well, why not? <laughs> you've, been, you, you've been doing this for what, three decades? Maybe yeah, longer? Three, it's 30 years since Nasholus yeah, started. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations <laughs> on you. that. And, you know, I, I think it will, it will work very, very well. Yeah, yeah. So again, it's Nasha Kasha, and you can search for it on iTunes, search for it on Facebook, um, any of your podcast apps. You do have an RSS feed. So people yeah, can people yeah. can find the feed. All they have to do is search for it. So, so yes, that's they, they can do that. Okay, and uh, hopefully next time you're in on the west coast, you'll pop into Nanaimo. Uh, try to make it on a Wednesday and uh, come in and um, sit in on the studio with us and do some live live radio again. <laughs> well, Larissa has a conference in Vancouver in late March, at the end of March. I plan to come down with her. And I hope to uh, come to Nanaimo to Perfect. see you. Oh, that would be just awesome. So thanks so much for taking the time, Stefan, to tell us about Nasha Kasha, a bit about yourself and uh, reminisce about old times. And looking forward to seeing you in person in about a month's time or so here on the West Coast in Nanaimo. Be
and the inimicable Rushnitschok with a song about the mosquito and the fly, Komarik. And before the interview with Stefan, you heard Rushnitschok's uh, probably signature song, Hlopsi is Kanade, Canada's Rushnitschok. And just a reminder that you can now listen to Nashakasha here on the West Coast. The uh, signal for the Nanaimo show on CHLY does reach into Vancouver. So tune in Wednesdays at 11 o'clock for Nash Holos and at 12.30 for Nashakasha with Stefan Andrusiak Wednesdays on CHLY 101.7 FM. And as you heard in the interview, we're expecting to bring you more from Stefan uh, in about a month's time or so. Meanwhile, you've been listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver, here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver, and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. In between broadcasts, please visit us online at www.nashholos.com, where you'll find transcripts and archived audio files, a link to the Nash Holos podcast and information about the show, as well as a link to our Patreon site, where you can support our work if you like. And our proverb of the week translates as a good word does a great deal of work. And with that, we've come to the end of our show. So to wrap things up, we have the By Request Band from Steinbach, Manitoba and Peter's Special. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nasholos and AM1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich!
Hi, I hope you enjoyed this edition of the show. If you're not yet a Patreon supporter of Nosh Holos, I hope you'll consider becoming one today, with the digital equivalent of a cup of coffee once or twice a month, or maybe even a snack or a meal. There's an option for every budget, and even a dollar a month tells me you value the show and my efforts to produce and bring it to you. Becoming a Patreon supporter will give you the opportunity to provide feedback to help me improve the show, create cool swag to promote it, and swap ideas on how to promote Ukrainian culture in between broadcasts and podcasts. Your contribution will also help to preserve a well-established on-air and online venue of 30 years running to continue promoting Ukrainian culture and heritage long after I've retired. Your contribution will help that transition happen, and future generations will be able to enjoy the music and other Nasholos programming that you currently do. To become a Patreon supporter, just go to www.patreon.com and search for Nash Holos. That's patron with an E, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or go to www.nashholos.com and click on the orange Patreon button on any page there. Thank you for listening and for your support. Shterodyakuyu. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.